Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about the importance of not comparing yourself to anyone else. You were created to be uniquely you, and you are on your own individualized journey. You know, there are too many things in life where we compare people. We just lump everyone into one category or another, and everyone has to fit into these nice, neat little boxes with nice, neat little labels on them. The problem with that is that is not the real world, and it really does not work that way. No two people are exactly the same. And being a teacher, I am completely aware that our educational system often requires us to label people, to put learners in a certain box. Now, we teach teachers all the time that we need to differentiate, that we need to think outside the box with our lesson plans, we need to be creative and be bold, and then we give every student the same test. So to me, that's a little bit like taking a bunch of money and flushing it down the toilet. It's pointless, right? And you're sitting there going, I did all of these awesome things, and now you're going to use one way to compare everyone? That doesn't make any sense. And there have been a lot of debates throughout the years about how students should be able to have alternative forms of assessment. So they should be able to do a group project, or they should be able to take a test if they want a written test. They should be able to show that they've learned the material in the same way that they learned the material that fits their learning style. And that makes a lot of sense to me. It actually makes perfect sense. But the problem is that it would cost a lot of money, it would take a lot of time, and it would take completely revitalizing our educational system, and nobody wants to do that. Let's face it, a lot of politicians that take office really don't want to do anything that requires putting more money into education or putting someone in charge that would completely redo the educational system because it wouldn't just stop there. Then you'd have to redo evaluations and there are a lot of things that go into it. So we'll continue to teach with different methods and test with the same. What's my point? My point is this. No two people are alike. I know different knowledge than you do because I've had different experiences than you have. And when we're learning, our, our outputs are going to look different, you know? They're just going to be different. But that really matches the real world, you know? It matches the fact that we're all different. We're not the same. You can't do a one-size-fits-all and expect it to work effectively because it doesn't. So you need to stop doing a one-size-fits-all when you look at your life and you try to compare it to someone who's more successful than you. Yet, this is something that we do all the time. And it's no wonder because we have the wonderful world of social media. 
So before, you may have just heard your friends talk about their awesome life. Now you get to see them post about it every five seconds, right? And um, I'm not going to lie. Like, I post things that are good that happen in my life, too. So people might look at my life and say, well, yeah, but you have this great life. Yeah, I know. I know that I have a great life, and I know I post about it, too. But this is my point. When I have a bad day, I don't go to social media and post every bad thing that happened to me. Now, I will admit, when I first got on Facebook, sometimes I would do that. But since then, I've realized that you don't focus on the bad because we don't want to call more of that in. We don't want to put any more energy out there of, hey, this is what I want more of. So I don't do that anymore. I still see other people do it. But most people don't go to Facebook and talk about all the bad things in their lives. They don't go to Facebook and say, hey, my son is going through depression. Or, hey, I really can't stand my husband. We don't connect anymore. You know, and the list will go on and on, but people don't do that. There might be a few, but most of us who are normal don't do that. So you don't see the bad stuff that's happening to your friends or to your family. And unless you're super close to a person, you probably don't realize that the people that you're looking up to and that you're jealous of and that you want to compare yourself to are going through bad things. But the truth is, everyone has bad days. Everyone has things that happen to them. We all do. And I remember being younger and thinking, and I was probably in high school, but I would see married couples or whatever, and I would say, oh, I hope that someday I find a marriage like that or have a marriage like that. And later you would find out that like, they had a horrible marriage. They just put on the show in public for everyone else. Or I would say, oh, I really hope to be like so-and-so because... She has this awesome job and a great boyfriend and seems like she's living the best life. And then you find out later that she hates her job. It's really not that great. And the boyfriend is cheating on her. You know, I mean, you hear all these things. What's my point? My point is you should never compare yourself to anyone else, especially because you really don't know what their life is truly like. And you don't know what you're wishing for if you wish to have a life like theirs. But you should also never compare yourself to anyone else because you're not on the same journey. And you know what comparing yourself to other people does? It gives you anxiety. It does. And if you don't believe this, children who are on social media more than they should be experience more anxiety. And the occurrence of anxiety in children has gone up tremendously and it's because of social media now people air everything it's like here's my dream vacation we're in hawaii oh look for christmas i got a brand new iphone x meanwhile there's a child out there looking at that on their old iphone 5 feeling like it isn't fair how can i get the iPhone X, feeling like they have to live up to some sort of standard. You know that saying, it's the keeping up with the Joneses. And the truth is, there's no reason 
to try to keep up with the Joneses. Life isn't about the vacations and the iPhones and the this and the that. It's about having a loving family, enjoying your time here, enjoying every moment of every day that you can. And it's really hard to do that if you're constantly worrying about whether or not you're living up to this standard that you need to meet. You know, as parents, sometimes we often compare our children and we don't really mean to do it. I never meant to do it, but I will tell you that I was guilty of it. And I know that my parents did it too, or at least I know around report card time, it would happen in my household. And that's how I do it to my kids too, unfortunately, or used to. I don't do this anymore. But I would say, well, your sister got all A's. That is the dumbest thing you can do to your children. And I'm sitting here as somebody who did it. And I'm telling you that that was really stupid of me. But I did what my parents did. And so I didn't know any better. You know, my parents would say to my sister, why can't you try harder? Brother and sister made the honor roll. And that's so unfair. Because my sister was born with partial nerve deafness, and she wears two hearing aids, and they didn't even think she was going to live and survive. And not only did she survive, she had to go to a special school when she was four, and she went there until she was nine. And honestly, I think they wanted her to stay at that school But my mom said we're putting her in regular school, in regular public school. And so she and I went to school together then from then on. And it really wasn't fair to compare her to me or to my brother. It wasn't really fair to compare my brother to me. My brother had all honors classes. I didn't. I cared about my grades and I wanted to do well. But I wasn't motivated to work until I just, you know, worked my fingers to the bone. And the thing is, my brother didn't have to do that. You know, he just was naturally that gifted and smart, and I wasn't. I did well, but I wasn't in honors classes. I mean, I was in honors English, but I wasn't in any of the other honors classes. And I didn't care about it. I really didn't. It wasn't my thing. It's like, okay, so what? But there was always this underlying comparison, you know? And I would venture to say that my parents' parents also did that because we repeat what we know. So I don't blame them or think that they were doing anything wrong because they really did what they knew, right? And it happens. But you should never compare your children. And you know, it, it made my sister, I know, feel very bad because she wasn't able to get the grades that we got. And sometimes I felt a little bad that I wasn't able to get the grades my brother got. But I felt really bad for my sister when it would be report card time because she'd have like the C's on her report card 
And honestly, C's are not. I don't know why people get so down on people. If you've tried your best and you have a C, you passed. But it would be like, okay, here's your sister's report card, and she has A's and B's, and oh, here you have C's. And I felt bad for her. And I felt bad that I had better grades. And you shouldn't have to feel that way. But in comparing myself with my sister or me with my brother, that didn't do anything positive. And I know that the thought process was it'll motivate you to do better, but it doesn't. It doesn't motivate you to do better. It just makes you feel bad about yourself, which causes you to have anxiety. And you know, instead of celebrating that each of our children are unique and they're different, we don't do that. And I don't understand where this came about, but each child needs to feel like he or she can be themselves. And we don't have to compare them to anyone else. And I've heard, you know how many times I've heard people, they come to me and they say, you know, I feel bad because why one child had health problems and required so much attention and I feel like the other kids felt neglected or they resent that and I get that I get that a lot because when I had to take my daughter to basketball it was constant we were always at basketball and I'm sure that my son probably resented the fact that we were always at basketball for her And it's hard because as a single parent, you know, it's like, what do you do when you have two people showing up to everything? You could switch off. But when it's just you, it's like, okay, you know, this is what we're doing, but it's not the best. And I know there are some of you out there who've who've said things to me like that. Like, you know, your other children feel like Maybe they were neglected or they didn't get as much attention because you had to deal with one child who was having problems. And that happens. It does. It's very common, especially if you have one child who, and I know I've heard from many of you about this too, they're struggling with fitting in or struggling with depression or anxiety. And right now, and I've told you this before, both of my children have struggled with that. And there's a lot of factors that go into that. And I I want my daughter to be on here, and even my son, if he will. I'm not sure if he will. I haven't asked him, but I asked my daughter, and she said that she would be willing to come on here to talk about it. But I want them to talk about the the anxiety, the panic, the, the depression, because I think so many kids are going through that right now. In fact, I know they are, because being a teacher, I see it every day. And maybe they can shed a little light as to what's happening. But I know that comparing yourself to someone else adds to your anxiety. And the bad thing is, sometimes that happens to us when we're kids, like when you get compared for grades. But as an adult, you're the one comparing yourself to someone else. 
And maybe you do still have a family member doing that. Maybe you still have a parent who is comparing you to other people. But I'm going to tell you, if you do, you need to shut that down right now and tell them to stop. You know, I'm not so-and-so, and I'm do not compare me to that person. And I know it's hard with having a parent who compares because they don't always see it. But they'll make little comments here and there, and you're like, wait a minute, you're comparing me to someone else. That's not fair. I'm my own person. But as an adult, you yourself, you probably compare yourself to people all the time without thinking about it, or maybe you know you do it. And it's easy to fall into that trap of, oh, I have to be as good as my coworker. Or my sister has a nice house and I need to have a nicer house so that, it, or at least one that's as nice so that I don't feel bad. And I'm here to tell you that that is just your ego again. Your ego telling you that you have to live up to some sort of standard and you don't. The only person telling you that you need to live up to that kind of standard is your ego, your own ego. And if you've listened to me for a while, you've heard me say this, you need to tell your ego to get lost. Okay, you need to tell your ego to take a back seat because your ego lies and your ego is telling you things about yourself that are simply not true. And you do not need to compare yourself. As I said before, you're on your own journey. We all came here to experience different things. And I don't know what you believe, but I believe we've been here many times. And I believe that we've been many different things in many different lifetimes. We've all been rich before. We've all had positions of power before. We experience different roles in every lifetime. And so just because you're not experiencing it in this lifetime, doesn't make you bad, good, indifferent. It's, it is what it is. It's the path you chose for this lifetime. And you chose it for various reasons. You know, when we have to go through hard times and trials and tribulations, it causes our soul to grow very quickly. We level up at an extremely quick rate. And I know that when we're here, we think, why in the world would we have chosen to put ourselves through this? But when you're in a place of love, unconditional love, you don't understand the pain that you're going to go through. You're seeing it like an observer, like if you were watching a movie or something. Like, oh yeah, I'd like to experience that. Because I know I'm going to learn this. And I, again, I like to compare it to signing up for college courses. Sometimes by the name of a college course, you're like, oh, that sounds like such a good class. And then you get in there and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. This is too hard. I, why did I sign up for this? And you chose it. You thought it sounded interesting and like you were going to learn a lot. So you chose it. And then you got there and you didn't think you were going to survive it because you thought, this is too difficult and why did I do this to myself? Why did I pick this stupid class? And it's kind of the same thing. In our 
bliss of unconditional love and happiness. We choose lessons that we think are going to be interesting and that are going to help our souls grow the most. And then we get here and we experience it on this level where we don't have unconditional love and where everything is so heavy. And it's like reality hits us in the face. And we don't understand why we chose that. And my point is this, you chose the path that you're on and you chose it for a reason. You wanted to learn something. So don't compare where you are to where someone else is because you guys chose different paths. You didn't choose to be at the same place. And trying to compare yourself to anyone else is just going to cause you extreme anxiety frustration, jealousy. And there's no need to feel those things. Those are all feelings that really come from one place, and that's fear. You're just afraid that you're not where you were supposed to be, that you haven't done enough, or that you somehow lost your way because you didn't get to where they were. And I'm here to tell you that that simply is not the case. You are where you are meant to be. You're exactly where you're meant to be. You are not meant to be where someone else is. That isn't your path. Your path is your path. And what the universe wants you to know is that You're where you're meant to be, and you're doing just fine. And yeah, there are always ways that we can improve our lives, and we can feel better, and we can learn and grow and level up. And that's awesome. And if you are doing that, and you're wanting to do that, and you're on your way to do that, you're amazing. Keep going. But don't look at someone else and say, but I'm not there. You know, it's like people start to go through an awakening and then all of a sudden they think that they should be a great spiritual guru by now. You know, they think that they should be on the same level as someone who's been going through an awakening and enlightenment for a long time. And you're not. And some people get there a little faster than others. So what? Your path is your path. There isn't a time that says you have to get here by this time. If you don't get the lesson in this lifetime, you get it in the next. There isn't a deadline. You don't expire. Okay, you don't expire. You're not meat, cheese, or milk. You're on your path, and nothing says you have to get to a certain place by any certain time. It took me 42 years to realize that I wasn't living up to my full purpose. Well, I guess 41, because it's been a year ago since I went through my awakening. And do I sit there and say, well, look at all these years I wasted. No, I don't care. It doesn't matter what I did the first 41 years. 
What matters is what I'm doing now and where I'm at now. And that I'm focused on me now. And I don't look at my mentors who are above me and say, oh, I'm just mad because they seem to get it more than I do or faster than I do or they're more successful. I don't care. And I love and respect all of them and I don't say this to be mean. I'm saying it doesn't matter to me when something happens or how it happens. I just know it's going to happen. You know, for me, for this business, when I first started it, I was really like, really super focused on it has to happen by this time or I'm just going to quit. And unfortunately, a lot of people do that. A lot of businesses fail because people quit too soon. And what I'm here to tell you is that I have my business And I don't have any expectations for when it has to just completely explode. I know it will. I have my podcast. I didn't have any expectations of when it was going to just explode and be popular. And and I still don't. I just know that I'm helping people one at a time. And that's all I'm focused on. And I know that it's going to gain more popularity and everything will happen in due time and I'm not worried about it. I know the universe has my back. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. And that's all I focus on from day to day. And that's how I'm able to feel at peace. And I'm not going to say to you that I don't ever have bad days or ever have freak out moments. And there are people who are listening who know me that I talk to regularly and they will tell you that I have my freak out moments still. They're rare, but they happen still because I'm human and I'm still learning. I'm still learning how not to let things bother me or get to me. And I'm better than I was yesterday and that's really all that matters. It's each day I get a little better. And that's the kind of patience that you need to have with yourself. You need to be gentle on yourself and know that you're where you're meant to be. It's going to happen for you. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone else. You were divinely created and you're divinely loved and guided. And that's all you need to focus on and worry about. Don't worry about what Karen over there is doing. It's none of your business. Let Karen live her own life and be Karen. And if she wants to be obnoxious and rub it in your face, well, that's Karen. But you don't have to worry about that. You just worry about you. And the universe says that's where you're going to find your peace. So I hope that you know how truly and deeply special you are. And don't worry about having to be any certain place in your life. Just keep taking it one day at a time. The universe has your back and they are working on things behind the scenes that you don't even know about yet. So just take a moment and say thank you for all the blessings that are headed your way. And I want to thank you for being a blessing to me. Before I go, I want to read a card that I pulled for you. 
It's from the Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck by Chris Carr, and it says, Stop Comparing. And on the front, there's a big bowl of apples and one orange, and we know what that means. Apples don't compare themselves to oranges. Stars don't compete with other stars. They know there's room for all to shine in this ever-expanding universe. So embrace your differences. Celebrate your quirks and kinks. Bring your fullest expression of self forward and champion others when they do the same. I love that. So be who you are, be different, and celebrate others when they are too. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you. If you have not already subscribed, please subscribe to my podcast. It helps others find me, and my mission is to help as many people as possible. And I want to thank you all for those who have shared this podcast. I know one of my listeners posted on Facebook that she was referred to my podcast by a friend. I really want to thank you for that. That's amazing. So thank you so much for that. If you have not already gone to my website and subscribed, do so. You will get a free morning and evening meditation. If you'd like to work with me, you can either book online or you can just simply text me, email me, message me on Facebook or Instagram. We can book that way as well. Or if you'd like to work with me but you're not sure what you want or need, you can always message me. I would be happy to talk to you about it. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. I am sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you soon.